What's cracking, hockey fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala coming to you live from the Kraken Community Iceplex. As always, thank you for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day, especially if you're doing so today. We are getting going a little bit later, but today I want to make sure you know that our title sponsor is, of course, rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We haven't played a game yet, but the word is already out that we've got some you know, crazy, passionate fans, and uh, we can't wait to start playing hockey in front of them. You are Locked On Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. But today, I am coming to you live from, again, the Kraken Community Ice Flex. We are going to recap briefly the first ever preseason win for the Seattle Kraken. We're going to talk about morning skate and what to expect as the Seattle Kraken take on the Edmonton Oilers tonight. All of that coming up on Locked on Kraken. And so um, a few things stood out to me from morning skate. Uh, First is the players that we saw at rink one are the players that are expected to play against the Edmonton Oilers. So some players that are new to this roster, you've got um, Luke Henman, as well as, and we will hear from him a little bit later, but um, we also have uh, Connor Carrick. So Connor Carrick, friend of the show, friend of the pod, we had him on. Riker Evans is who I mentioned that we'll hear from a little bit later on this show um but some players that we saw and that we saw perform in a big way on Sunday's game Morgan Geeky back in the lineup for those who don't know Geeky scored two goals in the 5-3 victory over the Vancouver Canucks in the first ever Seattle Kraken game it wasn't a regular season game it wasn't a playoff game but you know what we're still excited about it uh the Kraken came back in that game, we heard Ron Haxtell talk after the game that he liked the resiliency of his team. He liked that the team was able to play into the systems, um, but that he felt that there was too much time that Vancouver had in the in their offensive zone, so the defensive zone of the Seattle Kraken. At times, he felt that the team was able to push Vancouver out to the sides, but he didn't like that Vancouver had as much time in the zone as they did. That's something that he's going to focus on. Um, other things to note that the goalies for today are going to be Chris Drieger, and Ryan, or excuse me, and Joey Decord, excuse me, Ryan Donato is uh, also in the lineup, but that's not who I meant. I meant Joey Decord as far as a goaltender. You'll hear in the next segment a little bit from Ron Haxtell about how he's going to deploy his tandem of goalies. But uh, I want to take you to or let you know that the goalie tandem of Drieger and Philip Grubauer was the top three in ESPN's goalie tandem breakdown. They ranked all of the goalie tandems and with the exception of the Islanders 
and the Tampa Bay Lightning, who, of course, are looking to do a three-peat. We'll see if that happens. But uh, no other goalie tandem was ahead of the Seattle Kraken, save for those two teams. So it's looking good in the back of the net. We'll see how the team continues to progress. So other things of note that we heard from the team after the game um, is that they, they did feel that the crowd that gave them a lot of energy, but it also made them a little bit nervous, made them a little bit nervous coming out the gate, uh, but good nerves. They're expecting the same as, of course, this is a three-ring tour, the Seattle Kraken and the Climate Pledge Arena, their home ice, not quite ready yet. Everything is brand new for this brand new franchise, the 30, 32nd franchise in the NHL. So still a few kinks to work out, but it's kind of cool that people from around the Seattle area will get to see their Seattle Kraken team. So, um, you know, I think it's just cleaning things up. But we have to remember, as the Seattle Kraken hit the ice, they are doing everything for the first time. The roster is new. All of these guys, regardless of if they've been pros elsewhere, they're doing it for the first time with this franchise. So it's been exciting to see how quickly things have come together. And I think that really comes from the character that we've talked about before, as well as what Dave Haxel has been setting as the tone in training camp and, of course, uh, practices leading up to the preseason games. So um, in addition to a few new entries to the roster for tonight against Edmonton, we also heard that the Seattle Kraken are going to have the entire team travel. They're going to have the entire team travel um, to uh, both Edmonton and Calgary. And I think the reason that is is because um, we're probably going to see the lines shake up a little bit um, because uh, this is still preseason. It's still training camp. Everyone's still getting their feet wet. But coming up next, I want you to hear Dave Haxtell break down a few things. And as promised, uh, and if you saw me tweet over at Locked on Kraken, and make sure you're following us over at Locked on Kraken. But if you saw me tweet, Riker had some pretty great quotes. I love the confidence of some of the young players in camp. Uh, we also had Luke Henman join us for the media scrum today. I specifically asked for Luke because, as a lot of us know who've been following the team, he was the first ever player signed uh, to the Seattle Kraken organization. So I wanted to hear how the first ever player in franchise history is making his way through camp. So all of that coming up on Locked on Kraken. And for those watching live on Facebook, you can tell that I am absolutely live here at the Community Iceplex, the Kraken Community Iceplex. We just had someone pop in. So this is definitely a shared space. But uh, make sure that you are following us over at Locked on Kraken. And please, um, and thank you for making us your first listen. So please Make us your first listen, and thank you for those who already do. Make this a part of your routine. Remember, everything that we do, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, anywhere you listen to podcasts, absolutely free to you as a fan. So we hope that you'll join us. But right now, I want to take you over to what Dave Haxel had to say. He spent about seven minutes with us, um, and uh, there was no loud noises behind Dave Haxel. He can be a soft-spoken guy. So we were very excited as media members that we got to get Dave Haxel in full um, 
but before I forget, actually, let me uh, remind you, of course, of rockauto.com. It has all of the parts that you need for your vehicle, for your make, for your model. You don't have to worry about going to a brick and mortar store and not having what you need because rockauto.com has it on their online catalog. They've been serving auto parts customers for over 20 years, a family owned business. And we love rockauto.com for the support that they give us here on Locked On Kraken and the entire Locked On Podcast Network. So um, remember, it's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And that, of course, is Rock auto.com also want to tell you about direct tv stream it is time for you to get your tv together and the best way to do that is by heading over to directtv.com and checking out the direct tv stream packages everything from the ultimate sports fan package to if entertainment is your jam you don't have to worry about logins or all these different remotes all these different devices direct tv stream can help you get your tv together so remember head over to directtv.com that's directtv.com to find out more about direct tv stream to get rid of the color get rid of the confusion and get cracking as the season is upon us remember a compatible device is required and content varies by package <clears throat> so we're going to continue on here as i mentioned with an uh, interview with dave Yep. Uh, he'll he'll go he'll go at least two periods. He'll go two periods. Um, and then as far as the lines that we saw this morning, um, yep. those are going to be the lines in the game. So are you when you kind yep. of look at tonight? Like, what what are some of the things that you want to see? Cause, I mean, it's a little bit it's some personal from last game, but it's also enough different. Yeah, well, you know, like I said after the last game, we're going to mix. We're going to we're, we're going to look at some different com combinations. These combinations, I feel like today up front give. Uh, give guys a, a different opportunity and good opportunity, both for, for younger players as well as for veterans. Uh, you know, and then similarly on the back end, obviously you have some new personnel going in, uh, and it's you know it's going to be a good opportunity to go and play on the road uh, in a you know in a good environment. So I wanted to pause there for a minute because Dave Haxtell obviously is talking about some of the young talent that we might be able to get to see on the road. And as promised, I wanted to take us over to Riker Evans. I thought he had some fantastic quotes. So let's get you to one of the young guns coming up in Seattle Kraken camp. I'm good. How do you manage knowing like there's an expectation, but at the same time, like you want to go into this and, and surprise people and so like go like, damn, maybe the Kraken got something. Yeah, that's kind of how I always it's always been with my hockey career is, is surprising people. Uh, they obviously made a great decision. And now it's just to prove them right. Uh, that's kind of my whole thing. Just go out there, play play my way, and and prove them right as to why they picked me. So how do you manage this camp knowing that like when it comes to the NHL roster, the top four looks pretty fixed. There's jockeying for that bottom. Yeah, you can really only control what you can control. Go out there and perform your best, and then uh, that's up to the coaching staff and, and Ron. So uh, I just control what I can control and, and go out there and play my best. And you grew up in Calgary. You've seen plenty of the Battle of Alberta. You're a few hours away from playing. Yeah. Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> NHL game. Uh, 
how exciting, what is your excitement level for that? Yeah, it's, it's so exciting. Uh, obviously, my parents will make the trip up and, and get to watch because we're from Calgary, obviously. So uh, it'll be pretty cool to have them in the building. And were you a Calgary fan growing up? Was that your I, was an Ava- I was an Avalanche okay. fan growing up. I was a, a big Joe Sackick fan, so. Yeah, we've had great, great coaching staff in, in Regina that's allowed me to, to prepare for this. Uh, just, uh, just everything and being confident and playing my ability. Uh, obviously, they're a bit bigger and faster out here, uh, but just getting adjusted in the first couple of shifts should allow me to have success. They're obviously rooting for me. Uh, I got a Bill brother back home. Uh, he's excited to watch. Of course, you just talked about how playing against larger competition. Like for you, what would you say has been the biggest thing you've noticed and that you've tried to implement? Is it when you're out there, you're like, okay, is it maybe trying to add weight in a certain spot? Is it being quicker in certain areas, how you handle battles along the boards? Like, what would you say it is? Always growing up, I was always a smaller player to begin with, so uh, just learning body position. So these bigger guys out here, uh, a bit older, they, uh, they're a bit wiser than me, so uh, just getting body position and uh, always being D-side, that's kind of allowed me to have success. You talk about older players being wiser. Like, have you been able to kind of pick the brains of guys like a Giordano or an Alexia to be like, hey, what advice do you give? Or do you look at someone more like Vince Dunn, who's your body type, and say, hey, what did you do to make the transition that could help me? Yeah, I've, I've always been talking to those guys, especially on the bench, uh, watching their shifts, just learning from them. Uh, that's all you can really do is, is learn uh, what they do and, and why they have success and, and what they do. What's the best advice you've received so far? Uh, just play simple, especially in the first game. Play simple, uh, and uh, you, should, you should be good. They've got a couple, a couple of big game players on their, on their lineup uh, you've probably watched on TV. Uh, do you relish that challenge to face those guys in the game? Yeah, it's pretty cool. You obviously, you, you grow up watching those guys, especially guys like McDavid. Uh, so it'll be cool to be on the ice with them. Perfect. Thank you. All right. So you got a taste of Riker Evans. I love the confidence. I love how he's talking about keeping things simple, controlling the controllables. It might have been a little hard to hear those of us that, uh, for the most part, are masked up when we are here at the Kraken Community Iceplex. I'm here in a room alone, just for the record. But um, I liked what um, I liked what Riker was talking about when he said that he got some good advice, especially going out the first time, just play simple. But another thing that we noted is that, um, and you'll hear some of this coming up again as we get you a little bit more from Dave Haxtell, but um, you know, it's also not worrying too much about what Edmonton is going to be putting on the ice. But for those of you who are curious, you might have heard, but Connor McDavid, yes, will be in the lineup for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll see. We'll see how the Seattle Kraken are able to to hold off and stave off some of the more, um, you know, known and kind of uh, appreciated players when it comes to the National Hockey League. But what I loved that... um, Everyone who we talked to today said is that, listen, um, at the end of the day, this is all about the Seattle Kraken and what they need to do in their training camp to get ready for their season. Yes, Edmonton is the opponent, but, you know, at the end of the day, these are guys that are looking to roster and there's a lot on the line for a lot of folks. So you 
Got to make sure you play within your game. Uh, I love that simple. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we'll hear a little bit more from Dave Haxtell and then, of course, get you ready for tonight's game. But uh, before we do all of that, of course, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. Now, you and I are focused on hockey season, but a lot of eyes, of course, are back on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. It's an updated site, updated interface, but even more odds, more props, more contests right over at BetOnline. It continues to be the number one source for everything football. You can head to the website now, use your laptop, your tablet, your mobile device, whatever you got, and you can sign up for a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up when you use NFL 100 as your promo code. So from football to basketball to boxing and hockey, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available in 2021 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and bet online of course is your online sportsbook expert all right so i want to take you over to what dave haxtell said after morning skate today a reminder that the full roster is going to be traveling that's because there's two road games before the team comes back and finishes out the preseason a little bit closer to home. But let's go over to Dave Haxel. I'm going to rewind a little bit. So, uh, you know, we the good stuff that Dave is talking about uh, towards the end of his availability earlier today. Again tonight under uh, challenging, you know, challenging opposition. There's, there's always some of that every year. There is some of that. A lot of times, systems-wise, you're just adding, uh, not building necessarily from the ground up. So that's probably the biggest difference on that side of things. You know, things we're, we're building the foundation uh, on up. Uh, you know, we're not adding different pieces uh, to our systems work. So obviously, there's a, you know, there's a little bit more uh, information that's coming to our players, and we're just trying to make sure that there's too much information day in and day out. There's just pieces, small pieces every day that we can continue building with. Well, there no. It's more complete than that. Was, you know, we we can't uh, focus on you know every single area each night, um, but certainly we can we can focus on building all of the areas uh, with you know with three, four, maybe five different uh, additional pieces that we're putting into different areas of our game. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the yeah the whole group is going to go up. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, I don't know that we'll change out the entire group, but it'll be a significantly different lineup in Calgary than there is tonight in, in, uh, Edmonton. You know, it's still early, but when you look at someone like Morgan Geeky, like, what do you think the expectations are for someone like him considering that he does give you size, he can get the shots down the middle, he can score goals, because they can do a lot of different things on, like, PT, bottom six, middle six, like, what is the I don't want to set that expectation. I haven't done that with any one player, and I certainly wouldn't do it with Morgan. Morgan's had an excellent camp, day in and day out. Uh, the expectation, you know, on the baseline, uh, is to be a good pro. Uh, to be a good pro, show up, be prepared every day, 
uh, go out and perform uh, at, at a good level day in and day out. And Morgan's done that. Uh, his game is a complete game. Uh, you know, he thinks the game well, uh, all 200 feet, and he's been able to provide some, uh, uh, provide an ability to get in the zone, and he's also, you know, provided offense once we're in the zone. So, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's had, you know, successful days thus far. It's everything. I mean that you know you, you don't you can't take one piece of that. Um, you know for you know for me you know Morgan's playing he's playing up the middle so there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that that you know that comes with responsibility and playing without the puck uh, and you know I believe day in and day out you know he's he showed a good DNA in terms of understanding the game without the puck and being in in good spots and offensively you know we've seen his instincts take over um, so you know. Uh, the pace of everything continues to rise day in and day out. That's the nature of the of the of the preseason, um, and he's continued, you know, to elevate the pace of his game day in and day out. So, uh, you know, for him, it's just you know simply continuing what he has done to this point and go out and have a good work day today. All right, Kraken fans, Eric Lindsay Ayala here. You can probably hear the audio is a little bit different. I uh, went live, and then I got booted out of where I was at the Kraken Community Iceplex. Uh, in fairness, I stayed at least an hour longer than I was supposed to, so no harm, no foul, hopefully. But uh, before we close out this episode of Locked on Kraken, I want you to hear from the first-ever Seattle Kraken player, the one, the only, number 61, Luke Henman. Before we close out, though, Riker Evans mentioned, of course, that his family going to be in the crowd. I'm going to let you know right now, as I'm recording this last piece, the game is going and it's, uh, let's just say it's a different score than what we saw in that 5-3 victory over Vancouver. So we'll be curious to see what the team can do against Calgary in Calgary. But uh, let's head, let's have you listen to Luke Henman. And then we will close out this episode of Locked on Kraken. How's it going, guys? Good. It's been going good. It's uh, it's really nice to get out to the city. It's a beautiful city, and um, obviously the practice facility is unreal. And it's nice to to you know meet uh, all these new people and and get comfortable here and and start working. Uh, I obviously want to get bigger and stronger, and I think I did that over the summer. So, um, you know, coming in here, I felt good. Um, I feel quicker, feel stronger, like I said. And um, but you know, obviously, I got to continue to get stronger if I want to be able to uh, to to do well up here. So, um, you know, I'm, that's kind of my main focus right now. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that was really important. I think. Um, more just getting here and, and getting comfortable with everyone and meeting everyone so that, um, you know, on the first day of camp, you can kind of just play um, and practice, I guess. But, um, yeah, that was really important for me. Yeah, 
Yeah, so definitely, obviously, you know, like I like I mentioned, uh, getting bigger and stronger was definitely a main uh, focus for me, and I think I had a really good summer training with a lot of pro guys in Halifax. Um, my shooting release is something that I've been working on too. Obviously, the goalies are a lot um, bigger and better here uh, than in junior, so that uh, has been a focus for me, and I think, um, you know, I'm just trying to continue to progress. And how much did you say you added? How much weight? Yes. Uh, 12 pounds, so up to 176 now, so I think... Um, it's, it's, it's been good. I, I feel bigger. I feel stronger. Um, but obviously, I, you know, it's, it's still pretty light, so I got to continue to, to put that weight on. And how do you learn about, how do you go about learning how to get comfortable with that weight? Because I know people think 12 pounds, I may not sound like a lot, but how would you describe the difference? And has it been gradual getting comfortable or has it been natural? Yeah, so I think, you know, ever since I was 16, 17, my goal kind of every summer is just to try to put on 10 pounds, but you want to put on the right weight. You know, you don't want to be, you know, putting a lot of garbage in your body and and gaining weight that way so I think um you know nutrition I was working with Gary um a lot this summer Gary and Sylvie um and the nutrition aspect of it and then and um you know over the last five years my my diet has definitely progressed a lot but now I'm starting to really you know dial it in and um putting all the right foods in my body so I think that uh that helps just kind of, you know, you, you want to make sure when you put on that much weight, you're still you're still fast out there, right? So I think, you know, along with that, with working on my skating and my explosiveness, um, kind of a, a combo for me. What's the most important part of your diet now? Um, just making sure that I'm eating lots. You know, it's 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 tough when you're when you're practicing for an hour working out. Um, you know. I'm a guy with a with a, a good metabolism, so I, I burn a lot of calories. So it's just important for me to make sure I'm I'm getting those calories. Um, you know, eating try to eat five or six meals a day with a couple shakes. Um, but again, trying to put on the right weight. You know. So what does your five to six meals a day look like? Well, breakfast is usually pretty big, um, depending on when. You know, this this would be in the summer when. When uh, my workout is, you know, I'll I'll eat a little breakfast before my workout, and then have a big breakfast after. Then eat lunch, then probably another snack mid afternoon, then supper, then another meal at night. So, just kind of eating when I'm hungry and making sure that um, you know it was a lot easier this summer to to be uh, consistent with it. That's a big thing for guys trying to put on weight is just consistently eating. So I think it was it was good for me this summer. How has uh, the veteran presence uh, made an impact for you? It's it's really it's it's been awesome. You know these guys are uh, you know a lot of veterans here um, that have been in the league a long time. So it's nice to just kind of see what they do day in day out and try to learn from them. Um, you know how they approach the game and how they approach every day. So it's been really good. Um, learning a lot from these guys, starting to to get to know them a little bit, and um, yeah, it's been good. We talk about all the work that's going into this, and that's obviously important. But have you been able to step back and kind of take this all in and realize not just that you're in the NHL training camp, but this team's first. Um, to be honest, you know, I, I try to do that as much as I can, but, um, you know, it, it's definitely a little tough. I feel like it's something that, um, you know, maybe after my career or, or wherever, I can really look back on it and, and see how cool and special it is. But right now, you kind of got a job to do. You got to, you know, come in here and work, work hard every day. You can't really take a second off because, you know, you, you can't do that up here. So that's kind of what I've been doing. I mean, it's it's an adjustment, but it's kind of it's kind of cool, you know. You get to look at what the leaders here, you know. You kind of got to try to learn stuff from them, and um, you know, it's it's nice being being a rookie again. I I, I know I, I liked being a rookie in junior because you kind of just uh, you know you you little 
little less responsibility, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, but uh, no, it's it's been good to really to see what see what the leaders here are like and what they do and how they work and how they approach every day. No problem, guys. Thank you. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken, and we hope that we can be a part of your daily listens. We appreciate those of you who are listening to Locked on Kraken. And tomorrow, one way or another, you are going to hear the interview with Tara Black. We're going to get that for you bright and early so you can make Locked on Kraken your first listen on a Wednesday. And then we will... um, give you some updates as we have them in the preseason leading up to the Seattle Kraken returning to the Seattle, Washington area to complete their three rink tour of the preseason before it's all practice leading up to that first game in Las Vegas against the Golden Knights. That will do it for Locked on Kraken again tomorrow. Make sure that you make Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day as we have Tara Black the Chief Operating Officer of the Charlotte Checkers. Joining us, this will be a two-part interview. Part one will air first thing bright and early tomorrow. But for now, your host of Locked on Kraken, Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out. Betting on the National Hockey League doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.